Hi, welcome to Your Essential Stories podcast. This is Katrina Jones and Shelby McAuliffe, and we are a mother-daughter team and co-founders of Your Essential Stories. Our heart is to help you take your next step towards more intuitive moving, eating, and living. We want to help you dream a new dream and write a new story. Lay there, flat on the Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. How are you guys today? We're so glad to have you here with us on Wellness Wednesday Live with Shelby and, well, I get supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, Shelby. Shelby. And Katrina, mother-daughter duo here, um, sharing our journeys, our stories, our adventures with you as we're learning to live more intuitively. Um, in our living and moving and eating and every way. And that's constantly expanding all the time. So we're excited to share that with you today. Thank you for tuning in. And when you do tune in, I like to always start with a few housekeeping. Um, we love to hear that you're here with us. We love your comments. Last week, we had an incredible time last week um, on our Facebook Live because, and a lot of it was because of you. You got on and were interacting with us and it just kind of, it's that chewing on of things that brings more understanding. And, and we also have Ollie. <laughs> so just to kind of give you a background, if, a, you know, sometimes we get on and we just assume you know who we are and we, you know our backgrounds. And if you see us kind of looking this way, we are also um, live streaming on Instagram. So hello, Insta. We're glad to join you today. Um, anyways, Sometimes we have grandchildren with us. <laughs> they don't always cooperate with our scheduling and we have to just roll with it. So these, when you join with us, um, whether it's on the podcast later on, because we do um, release this later as a podcast, whether it's with us on Instagram or Facebook, um, we are being raw and real here. <laughs> this is vulnerability at its best. Um, we are sharing you the authentic journey of our lives. So I am Shelby's mom. I have four children, um, two adult children. So Shelby's my oldest. And then we have uh, Toby, who is in college, is 21. We have Casey, who's 18. And we have Sammy, who's 15. And now we have these two beautiful grandchildren. One is taking a nap and one is up with us. And so Shelby, tell a little bit about your background so people can just kind of get to know us well, you just told them I have two babies. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a proud grandma. <laughs> Maisie is two, and Ollie here just turned one. So um, I've been married for three years. We live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, um, which is about an hour from here. And your husband's name is Chris, Chris McAuliffe. So we got another son when Shelby married Chris. So we love that. Our ever-expanding family. So that's exciting. And it's really such a joy. And I think you'll feel that energy. And um, we got a lot of comments from the podcast last week about just the energy and the the love that you know we have together and what what shares from that. So um, as you join, we want you to definitely comment if there's things that you have um, as we're talking that resonate with you. We, we want to hear what you're thinking. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear maybe there's things that we're saying. You're like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Share that. And um, we definitely have a gift 
that we want to give away at the end of this broadcast for any of those of you that have been commenting and sharing with us live today. So we will do kind of a prize drawing at the end of what we share today. Um, so I also just want to start with also letting you know where you can find us on a regular basis. So do you want to share that? Um, we are on Instagram and Facebook as your essential stories. I think we're doing the live on mom's um, personal page today. Um, but if you want to follow us and get more content like this, you will need to go to your essential stories and that's on Facebook and Instagram. And we now have also released a podcast and, um, it's primarily on anchor. So if you want to Google anchor and get that app downloaded, we are under the same name, your essential stories, but through anchor, we are also, um, being released to other platforms like iTunes and Stitcher and such. So check out your favorite, um, platform to listen to podcasts and you will be able to find us on there as well. And we love your interaction and feedback. Um, so one way we like to always start out each week too, and we'd love to hear from you as you jump on, um, what are, what are the oils? Cause we're always talking about intuitive living and what, what that means and how we're learning to walk in that more. So what are our favorite oils that we're being drawn to today? <laughs> Cause it does change on a regular basis. So what are we being drawn to today? And we both were in total agreement. We're both drawn to the same things, which is no shocker. Yeah. So I got a uh, cheer. I got the uh, cheer for the BOGO. The last, mm -hmm. last BOGO was amazing. And you got cheer and peace as part of the deal. Um, and as soon as I cracked open the bottle, I was just like, I just melted into a puddle. <laughs> I told mom, um, I messaged her right away. And I was like, I don't understand how I can love every blend I yeah, open so much favorite, more. But... Like every time I try a new one, I'm like, this is my new favorite. Mm. <laughs> oh. But it's so yummy. It's definitely a citrusy spice. Isn't there a little vanilla? In there? There's yeah. probably a hint of vanilla as well. So it's a citrusy, sweet spice. It is very cheerful. <laughs> and I just am loving, 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 loving that one. So we both were, it was so funny when we said what our favorite ones, we were both at the same time. Cheer! And then thanks to a dear friend of ours who blessed us with the yoga oils, which we were really excited about. Again, how can we love so many friends so much? I don't know. These but the packaging is exquisite. It is. it is. It just makes you feel like a princess when you're opening yeah. it. Yes. And for those of you that are listening yeah. on a podcast later, the packaging is beautiful. And we as women do, we are drawn to things that are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful packaging. There's three oils in the yoga collection. And we have really, this has been part of our intuitive journey, mm -hmm. is that we've really been drawn more and more to yoga in the last year. And um, so the yoga oil collection seems to be like a perfect complement to that. And um, so the first one in it is this beautiful purpley sparkly. I don't think that's going to work. You just keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, so anchor. I don't know. I'm trying to get that anchor. So I love starting um, when I'm first sitting down on the mat. I love to put this on before I even get started. Um, so for you on Instagram. So this is a beautiful anchor. And it's amazing how these three can have some similarities, but different. So I love the name behind that. So anchor. And then midway through my practice, I love to use a line. Now, 
so much of our intuitive journey that we talk about has to do with being in alignment with who we really are, with our divine creator who dwells within us. It's about living in alignment, in agreement. And so I love that reminder with the yoga oil in the middle of yoga, because so much about yoga, however you practice it, is about being in alignment, my spirit, soul, and body. And then... Um, the last one is Arise. Arise, Arise my love. Oh. <laughs> I always think of that song um, that we sang years and years ago, but it is. It's called Arise and just such a the enlightening blend. So as you get ready to go out and start your day and you leave the mat, um, you just think about arising and um, the understanding, the illumination, all of that that happens. So three beautiful oils that we are so in love with. Uh, drawn to the anchor um and then and then lastly i just got to smell this for the first time today <laughs> you were drawn to it before you even knew this has been on my if you are have it been in doTERRA for a while you probably have a wish list just like i do mm. of oils that you just really want to yes. add to your collection and this one has been on there for a really long time and the same friend blessed us with this, and I smelled it for the first time today. So I've been using both of them. What is it? You haven't it's said. It's rose. Sorry. <laughs> it's rose. Rose oil. Which is what? The oil of divine love. The oil love. of divine love. So you guys have probably seen me before open up this book, Emotions Book. And this really explores the emotional impact of these oils um, on our on our emotions. And so every oil has a emotional name to them. And so Rose mm. is the oil of divine love. And I just kind of honed in on, cause Shelby's like, what does it mean? I'm like, I don't know. It's just the, it's the queen of all oils. Like frankincense is the king, you know, Rose is the queen. It does, it does vibrate. You know, all the oils, plants, everything can be measured by their frequency, how they the level they vibrate. Our bodies do the same. That's how we know we're in health or we're not in health. Our bodies were created to vibrate at about 58 to 62 megahertz. And then even within our body, our organs can vibrate at different. And that's how we can know when something is not, is off. So that's really fascinating. But your essential oils, if they're pure and protected, are coming from plants that carry those vibrations as well. And that's why when things come into our body, they can help raise our vibrations. I'm uh, yay, <laughs> Judy says she's, I'm in time for the oil of divine love. She loves it too. Um, so glad you joined us, Judy. So Anyways, they raise our vibrations. Well, rose oil is the highest known to man, the highest frequency, and that uh, vibrates at like a 360 megahertz, which is a crazy amount. So, And it doesn't surprise me because it it representing divine love and having that effect on us. And when you think of roses, we give roses to one another Um out of love, you know? Mm -hmm. And so anyways, this was the one phrase that really jumped out at me and we'll move on. But Rose invites individuals to experience the unwavering, unchanging, unconditional love of the divine. And so now I know why I love this oil. You know, what's <laughs> hilarious is that I was just talking to my husband the other night and I, he wanted to know what kind of flowers I like. And I told him that I didn't like roses and that I wanted regular, just Plain old flowers. But mm -hmm. now that I've smelled this and I know what it means, 
I know for some reason I prefer like sunflowers and wildflowers and spriggy flowers. But when it comes to the oil and the smell, I really do love rose and I do love roses. There's nothing like, um, and it always brings me back to my great grandmother too. She always had some kind of a perfume in her, her bedroom that had the little squeezy top back in the olden days. And I just always remember coming down south to La Follette, Tennessee and going in Grammy's bedroom, my great grandmother's bedroom. And she had a beautiful um, vanity and, and it was very old, but beautiful antique vanity and had that sitting in her room always smelled like roses. So it definitely brings back very fond, loving memories too. And it's interesting how smells can trigger that. So anyways, that we just like to encourage you in that, you know, when we'd love to hear what, you know, what oils are jumping out at you this week, today, maybe you woke up this morning and you're just like, I'm drawn to this. Maybe you've never really experienced essential oils and you're like, are these women crazy? Well, yes, but yes, but in a good way, <laughs> but you need to experience them. And we challenge you to do that. We invite you to reach out to us and talk to us about that. But um, so we're going to move on. Um, so we kind of had in the description today um, talking about our story. And um, Shelby had an interesting thing last night. So we're going to move on to our first point. Whoops. Oops. It's not. Shelby tried. There we I go. So we're going to talk to, you know, yesterday we or last week we had a, just an incredible conversation. Um, if you didn't catch it, we've posted the podcast. You can go back and listen to it on the go. But we, we had a really powerful time and we really, um, began really sharing about how we're learning to live more intuitively and how it kind of started with us using the word inspired. And, and then that's evolved into our understanding more of more. We're learning to live by our intuition and listening uh, the power of learning to let go of the rules and listen to that voice within. Um, and I'm just reminded um, of an incredible quote that I want to start with, with by Brene Brown. Um, if you've not heard anything by Brene or read anything by Brene, I challenge you to go look her up and check her out. But she um, is known for a really powerful book about vulnerability. And, you know, I think some of the quality that empower that Shelby and I share as we interact like this is it's, it's, in our vulnerability, you know, we are willing to get on and be vulnerable about we've got babies with us and, <laughs> and we laugh, we make mistakes, we're totally vulnerable, but there's a power in that. And she's a quote that says, vulnerability is not weakness and that myth and that myth is profoundly dangerous. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity and change. And that just totally ties in to what we wanted to share today about our story and what kind of struck you last night. Yeah. So, um, just because what we were planning on doing today, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is why this is important. We're learning day by day, hour by hour, how to live this out ourselves. And we had a plan for today that we pretty much have thrown to the wind. Right. And, this is what we're going to share with you because this is what kind of hit Shelby last night. And then as we started chewing on it, it was like, yes, this is where we're supposed to be. And we're, so we're going to deep dive and really kind of build on what we shared last week. 
So, yeah. So, like mom said last night, I was just kind of, you know, I've been pondering what we were going to share today and something just didn't sit right with me. Um, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. And at the end of the day, what didn't sit right doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, all of a sudden in a sweet moment with my husband, it just occurred to me. I had this thought, um, because this journey for us is ever evolving mm -hmm. constantly. And when we started your essential stories, it was originally because we were inspired by other people's stories mm -hmm. and the power that people's stories had to connect us and move us to action. And we just really loved the, the power that there was in sharing our stories. And we wanted to help people dream a new dream and write a new story. But it's, it's something that has constantly been evolving and changing. And as we're talking, we get a more full idea of what that even looks like. And so, like mom said, we started out with inspired living. We'll, we'll call it inspired living. And even <laughs> that still didn't like really hit home. And so then we came into intuitive living and that really felt, felt right. But we are still learning what intuitive living even means, mm -hmm. you know, for yeah. you and for yeah. me. And, and does it and does it cover every area of our life? Right. You know, I think that's that's been kind of an epiphany too, that it's it's really is every aspect of your life that it covers. And I think the human part of us as we start to to discover something new or learn something new or something new starts to really settle in our heart the human part of us immediately wants to figure out how it works. Mm -hmm. We want to figure out the rules. We want to figure out what we should do or what we shouldn't do and the science behind it, you know? And so last night it just struck me that, you know, as I, as I look back on my own story, I realized that there I've been living intuitively in all kinds of facets mm -hmm. of my life that I didn't even realize that I was doing and I didn't have the vocabulary to actually share. And that was such a big moment for me because, you know, I had just been listening to some, a podcast or something. And I was like, you know, I really, I really kind of get it, but how can I implement this in my life? Mm -hmm. What, again, what rules can I write <laughs> down that will help me keep me on track and keep me going? <laughs> You know? What are the steps that I can follow are, to make this work? I'm a really yes. organized person. Yeah. I like to write down goals and I like to write down target dates and, you know, <laughs> all these things. And living intuitively is kind of the exact opposite yeah. of all of that. So I had this thought about um, and, how... And to just add, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, we're not telling you don't have those things because you can even be guided intuitively mm -hmm. into the plans, into the goals, into those things. So just know we're not saying, you know, there's no none of that, but it's definitely not overthinking it and being even led intuitively. In well, that we're trying area. to efforting it all on your own. <laughs> That's, That's my thing. word. That is a good word. <laughs> efforting it all on our own is really painful. It's a huge struggle. <laughs> And so after I, I kind of sat with that thought for a minute, I realized I haven't really shared that part of my story much at all. Um, and it has probably a lot to do with the fact that it's it's a little bit more vulnerable. It's mm -hmm. a little harder for me to share because it doesn't have to do with um, 
proof and it doesn't have to do with like, I read this and this is what mm-hmm. told me what to do. It has to do with my gut instinct and what I was hearing in my heart and what resonated in my soul and what was guiding me into the next step and the next step and the next step. And so I just really felt like that's what I needed to share today. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are bits and pieces that people who have listened to us before might recognize, but there's also a couple parts that, that you might not recognize because I haven't really shared them with anybody other than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to, I mean, we started, I started this journey and I hate the word journey, but it's the only word that I know mm-hmm. that comes to mind to describe. You could say pilgrimage, adventurous, but she weird. said no on those. I she tried not. to make me use the word <laughs> odyssey and I just felt like that was way too dramatic. She's just too trying dramatic. to find some other word besides journey, but it feels like journey is the only word that really describes it because it is. Yeah. And when I, we, I started this really started this about two years ago. There are parts of my journey that started a long time ago, but mm-hmm. but the the health aspect of it really started two years ago. And what happens, what ends up happening when I share my story and where I came from is I end up sharing a lot about my family, my kids, and my husband, because that was the original motivation behind why I even got started in the first place. And because it's safe. It is safe. <laughs> it is very <laughs> safe. It's safe because you know, we're moms yeah. and that's the, <laughs> we're not supposed to do well, things for ourselves. Because, yeah. Well, it's also safe because we don't have to really be vulnerable in that. Yeah. Sharing our open, sharing our own hearts and journey and, you know, oh, definitely opens us up. So when I, the, the thing that got me started again, we're going to start with, with uh, babies because mm-hmm. that's, that was the original motivation. Yeah. It was baby formula, which sounds funny, but I, Maisie had to start using formula. And so I had started researching different formulas. And this is part of the story that really like started to look different to me um, when I started rehearsing it in my head. And, and it's because when I look back on that moment, I cannot sit here and tell you all of the specific reasons why I chose the formula that I chose. And I can't tell you what about the original formula, like the specifics about what the original formula, um, why I didn't want to use that one. Um, I can't go into the ingredients and, and what all of those things at the time I could, but I've moved on from that part of my journey. So I, as I reflected on that, I realized that what I could tell you was the feeling Mm -hmm. that I had in that moment, that feeling stayed with me. Um, so I can tell you how I felt when, you know, I finally found a formula that made me feel good to give to my, my child and, um, how that directed my path. And that was really just, that was like jumping into the rabbit hole to be completely honest. Like that was just like the diving board (laughs) after I, after I gave in and followed that, that feeling, it was just one thing after the next. So then the next thing, the next part of my... And do you, you, do you really think that you could, I I just, I ponder that and wonder, you know, what if you had not followed that feeling, followed that 
gut instinct in that moment, resisted it, overthought it, yeah. talked it away and went on as you were in spite of it. It always makes me wonder like, it would have looked completely different. And would you have felt the excitement and the adventure? Probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there is a looked... resonance that happens when we listen. It really was my first yes. Yeah. If we want to put it that way in those terms. It was my first yes, and it made way for a lot more yeses yes. to come. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really, my first yes gave way to the second yes, which was... And this part is is kind of a controversial topic, and so I just want to preface it with I'm not trying to persuade anybody either way. I'm just sharing where I've been and where it's led me. Um, I, after Maisie's, I think they were her six-month vaccines, we had a night where she just screamed this super awful high-pitched scream for hours that night. And, you know, as a mom, I just remember feeling, you know, you you learn their mm -hmm. different cries. You learn what their different cries mean. And I, I knew I had not cataloged this cry before. Yeah. This was a completely different cry. And so my heart's racing because I'm like, do what, what do I do? Like, do I take her to the doctor? Do I? I mean, like, what's right. she's just crying. But this cry sounds a lot different. And she finally calmed down. And then the next morning, um. I remembered that I had signed up for a web series that was talking about vaccines in particular. And the very first, one of the very first episodes um, was a mom sharing about this high-pitched scream that, that her child had had. And, and she described all the same feelings that I had been feeling that night. And from that moment, it, I mean, I was like, this is, this I've was where I was supposed to yeah. be. This is what I was supposed to watch today. This is the path I'm supposed to be on because my my mommy heart was screaming, this is it. And the kind of cool thing was that I didn't, that wasn't something that I had planned for. You know, right. it was something that I had signed up for offhand because I did kind of feel skeptical. There was yeah. some curiosity, but it wasn't something that I had like marked in my calendar. Like this is what I'm going to do. And I didn't know that her six-month vaccines were going to be the day before that it aired. You know, it was just a lot of coincidences <laughs> that all lined up and had me where I needed to be at that moment because I was willing to follow the feeling that I had in my gut. And then after that, answers for Maisie turned into finding answers for my husband. Again, not focused on me completely focused outward yeah. <laughs> on my family because my husband had been diagnosed with cancer um, 10 years before we had been married. And, you know, there's that always that nagging feeling in the back of your head. Like, is he going to have a relapse? You know, are we going to have to deal with another cancer diagnosis? Um, and we had been dealing with a cancer diagnosis with his mom um, and so that, that subject just really weighed heavy on my heart. Right. And so that's when, you know, the truth about vaccines really led to Chris Wark and, uh, Crispy Cancer yeah, Crispycancer.com. And I started reading about all this. What I didn't realize was that while I was trying to find answers for everybody else, <laughs> yeah, I forgot his little 
while I was trying to find answers for everybody else, I was one, I was learning to follow my intuition and I didn't even, that wasn't my original intention. I was just doing that. Um, I was just doing that naturally. And then number two, I found answers for myself, for my own um, things that I was carrying around that I wasn't, you know, actively trying to solve for myself, you know? And so when I found Chris beat cancer, he, he focuses a lot about nutrition and that really broke something loose for me because all my life I had, for whatever reason, equated weight with, with health. You know, as long as I weighed the right amount, I was healthy. It didn't matter what yeah. I ate. Yeah. All that mattered was that I fit in those size six <laughs> jeans or whatever, you know? And I remember the feeling that I had when I started listening to everything that he was talking about. I was drinking it up like a sponge. Right. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. I, I do. Him. I couldn't keep up with you. But I, I was smoking like, as much as I could up as well. And I was saying that it was because it gave me hope for Chris. But what I wasn't saying was that it gave me hope for myself as well. Yeah. Because... When so profound. My, Even as you're saying it, I'm just thinking about that because I think about how many times over the years when I would hear something online, and maybe it wasn't about health. It might have been spiritual stuff or, you know, you're hearing something on TV or whatever. And our first instinct, and I don't know if this is the woman thing or if it's just everybody does this, is to always think about how this could, oh, this would be wonderful if this person heard this Mm -hmm. or that person heard this. And truthfully, if it's rising up in us like that, we have to look inward and say, what about this is actually for me? Yeah. You know, we try so much to work on other people when really we just need to work on ourselves (laughs) and then have the influence, you know, as we're, we're, we're working on ourselves. Well, and that's that's the hope that that was birthed for me was that, you know, as as women, sometimes we have this constant narration going on in our head Mm -hmm. that we don't tell anybody about because you just come to think that it's normal. Like, oh, my butt looks big in this. Oh, you know, (laughs) if I just hadn't eaten this. Oh, I'm keeping a mental tally of how many calories I've eaten today. Uh, You know, and the list goes on and on. You probably know what I'm talking about. And you just start to think that that's normal and that that's not an issue. And when I started to dive into this nutrition stuff, it it just opened a whole new world for me. I realized it wasn't about that at all. Yeah. And if I focused on eating so that my body felt good, all of the other stuff falls into place. And so, and that kind of led me into taking doTERRA more seriously. You know, mom had been using doTERRA for a while and I used it here and there, you know, and there were things for Macy that I, that I started using, but that's kind of when I started using it for myself, Yeah. you know? Um, And again, it just wasn't about necessarily, I didn't dive in and do lots of research about the company or whatever. I was basing it off the feeling that I had when I interacted with people who were in doTERRA. You know, Mm -hmm. I had watched you grow for years and the feeling that I got from you and the feeling that I got from people like Jan Patterson and other people who were super influential in my life 
Um, that's what got me hooked mm-hmm. into doTERRA. Yeah. The rest of it was just confirmation, yeah. you know, learning about purity and, and their standards and all the, the good works that they do and all that, all of that was confirmation. Mm-hmm. What I started out with was just listening, just to, listening voice. to my voice. Yeah. And so I say all that to say, obviously there's a lot of details that, that I did not flesh out there because that's not really the point right now. Um, I say all that to say that it's really a lot easier than we think it is. Mm-hmm. It it's, really is. it's always there. Um, and maybe you can flesh that out in a minute. I'm going to go lay him down. Okay. Yeah, really oh, she's going to leave me hanging here. <laughs> it's not yeah. as complicated as the Right. Thought. And I, I think that's what's so, so very important to remember that. And as she and I were talking this out, is that living intuitively is so much more easier than than we ever thought. In fact, it goes back to a point that we've made um, time and time again about that it's simple enough for a child. A child comes into this world born this way, listening to that inner voice. In fact, we have movies about it. We were talking about Polar Express. It's one of our favorite movies this time of year. Everybody loves it. Why are we drawn to movies like that? You know, the little girl, I mean, the key word in that is believe. And, you know, they're talking about it in the sense of the spirit of Christmas, but it's really believing in that intangible thing. And she doubted what she felt, that little girl, over and over. You know, she she felt so confident in that she just knew the way. And then the little boy who was trying to overthink things kept questioning her on that. And like, are you sure? Are you sure? And it caused her to have self-doubt. But she came to a point where... She didn't listen to that voice, didn't listen to that inner knowing, and um, she kind of had a negative experience, but it solidified that she would never not listen to that again. And I can so identify with that. And I, I just wonder how many of you, too, you know, what we're saying and talking about going back to the original intent of how we were created really is the easiest thing. We've been doing it the hard way. And now we're we're looking at doing things the the easy way. <laughs> Living there, there's nothing wrong with doing it the easy way. Right. There is I've gone my whole life taking pride in doing things as hard as I can <laughs> and I'm exhausted. <laughs> yes. And you know there's just so much joy and you know you sharing this story and experience. You know, I can so relate to it as well because um the epiphany that you had last night about all of this it's so cool when we can look backwards and go, I I was getting it. I got it. I didn't have words for it, but I was walking it Mm -hmm. out already. And I've had a lot of those little moments too, is I've, I've been listening to things and I'm growing in my understanding and everything's expanding. And I'm looking back and going, I was doing that. I was doing that when I was 20. I was doing that when I was 23, I was doing that. And, um, and even the contrasting experiences are beneficial. Um, you know, I think about a specific instance, you know, years and years and years ago, we went through, um, it just felt like year after year and after year after year of really hard stuff and believing for things that weren't happening. You aren't kidding. <laughs> year after year after year after year. We were just, you know, I remember just holding on, you know, feeling like you're holding on to this, this inner voice 
that said something to you and you're holding on to and you're holding on to it. And then there just comes a point where you're just tested beyond everything and you just get tired of resisting the unbelief of that voice and you you let it go. And there was kind of a freedom for a little bit in letting it go. And but eventually it felt pretty crappy. <laughs> and eventually confirmation came along that I realized I had been hearing that voice. I had been what what I'm hearing inside of me is right and it's true and I will never ever doubt it again. I never will doubt it again. And it's it's so encouraging now as I go through things because we, we if we're in life, you're going to have challenges rise up. That's just part of life, you know. And so now when challenges rise up, I have a, a confidence in that intuition, in that voice, in that leading, that inner leading that I doubted 10 years ago. I doubted 15 years ago. And I think some of that's just the process of maturity. And I think sometimes you have to feel both sides of it. Right to know, oh, this is something, and this is something I need to listen to. Um, but it's a lot more simple than we ever dreamed. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's going back to being childlike once again. Um, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about that the kingdom is for children and that you have to be as a little child to enter the kingdom. And I'm just always reminded that's kind of been my litmus test with so many things. Like if it starts to look too complicated, too technical, too, too over whatever, I'm thinking, is this simple enough for a child? Because that is how the creator designed things to be. And um, so um, I kind of had a confirmation about it again this morning, just a, kind of a funny little a wink. <laughs> a little wink. Um, if you've been listening at all, you know that I have been kind of obsessed with Gilmore Girls um, for the past few weeks, mostly because my kids were sick and there was nothing else to do than sit on the couch and watch Gilmore Girls for hours on end. But now that my kids are, are better, I'm still really drawn to the show. And so this morning I got up and I had a really I had a really great morning. You know, my kids actually slept in and I was just kind of listening to a few things and just trying to pay attention to how I was creating my morning mm -hmm. and how it was, everything I was doing was making me feel. And so I started, I was up early before the kids and they were still sleeping. So I decided, well, I'll just go ahead and make breakfast early. And, you know, then when they get up, they will have breakfast and I won't have to no. jump on that, that hamster wheel. And, I made my breakfast and it was done and they were still sleeping. So I was like, well, I guess I could have a quiet breakfast to myself. Like <laughs> this never happens. So I can actually like, sit down and drink my coffee in a pretty little mug and I can eat my pancakes and this will be great. And then the next thought that occurred to me was I would really love to watch an episode of Gilmore Girls, which for me, is unusual because I, I don't tend to, as a rule, <laughs> watch TV in the morning for myself. We have this product productivity mindset, so, right? You know, you got to always be being productive or be doing something that we've classified as meaningful, spiritual, right. whatever. 
So I, I thought, I, I fought with myself for a minute and I was thinking, I have this quiet time, you know, I should sit down and do something mm-hmm. spiritual or I should sit down and I should journal or I should, I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. And then I was just like, you know what? I really just want to watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. So that's what I sat down and did. I, I made my little spot and I had my pancakes and my mug full of coffee and I turned it on. And within 30 seconds of it being on, I was already kind of smiling and giggling because I realized why I wanted to watch this episode. And I just didn't know it until the episode started playing. And maybe if you've watched Gilmore Girls before, you'll you'll know what seat or what episode this is. But it starts out and Lorelai has this thing for snow. She loves the first snow. She just th- believes everything good happens the first time it snows. And she loves relishing a walk in the first snow. And so <clears throat> the seasons have just turned. It's winter time and she's sleeping. And then all of a sudden she, she sits up right out of the dead sleep and she kind of sniffs the air. And you're kind of wondering what she's doing because Lorelai's kind of whimsical. And so <laughs> you never know what's going to happen next. And all of a sudden she's, she's uh, shaking Luke to wake up to, and she's like, you have to come outside with me right now. And she's just super happy and she's sniffing the air. And so then of course, Luke is grumbling all the way, you know, why are you getting me up? It's super cold and it's being super dramatic. Like most men would be. And <laughs> they get outside. We mean that with the utmost respect and love. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> they get outside and they're standing in the street. It's the middle of the night. It's pitch dark. Nothing's happening. And he's like, what are we doing out in the street? And she goes, she sniffs the air. And she goes, it smells like snow. And he's like, the forecast said it's going to be completely dry. It's never going to snow. And she's, she's not even listening to him. She's like, I'm telling you, it smells like snow. It's going to snow. I'm so excited for the snow. And she just starts listing all of the things that snow brings, like that creates good feelings for her. So she's like ice skating and hot toddies and just <laughs> listing all kinds of things off. And she's super bubbly and excited. And of course, Luke is still trying to convince her otherwise you know the the forecast said it's not going to snow it's going to not snow you're crazy we need to go back to bed blah 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 blah. (laughs) and then all of a sudden it just starts to snow out of nowhere and of course I know this is a tv show but it's also a beautiful picture to me um because right in that moment you know she followed the impulse and so then she was able to go outside and experience the exact moment that it started to snow. And, you know, if if we experience that moment, it's super magical. It is magical. And I think if we think hard, we have had those moments in our lifetime. And and knowing that we can have as many, honestly, as you want to have, it's just a matter of listening. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of honoring it. I think that's the biggest word that's coming forth is honor it. And follow it and see what happens. What- and of course, the creators of the show were not thinking she was living intuitively or right. anything of that. I am getting this download from watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's really beautiful that it is everywhere that we look and it is super simple. Yeah, It's not something that she had to make super complicated or anything. She just felt the impulse, didn't question it even though it seemed crazy. And yeah. then she got to go outside and experience something super magical. Um, and I just thought that was really perfect. It is really perfect. It reminds me of, um, I remember like one of the first instances that I was really profoundly stirred by this. And it was actually, 
an observation of a dear friend who may end up listening to this or not. I don't know. But Jenny, my best friend, Jenny, um, we met, geez, 14 years ago. And I know there were things that I said that like lit her up that she hadn't thought about. Um, but then she said some things and she walked into this very special thing um, that always intrigued me. And I find myself over the years kind of like, I want to have a Jenny moment like that, you know, where she would, she would talk about how she felt really led to go to the library. And then she'd be like, okay, um, Holy Spirit, show me, why am I here? What, what are you, what are you directing me to? And she'd stand in front of the books and she'd just feel really drawn to something. And then she'd pick that book out and go home with it. And then there'd be some answer to something in all of that. And I mean, I just always thought that that was so awesome, you know, and I wanted more of that in my life, you know? And so I, but she honored that voice. Mm -hmm. She honored it. And as she honored it, more came. And she's always walked in that. And I just love that. And, and I have found that as I've honored it, more has come. And sometimes it's bigger things. And sometimes it's little fun, yeah. just precious things. You know, I shared um, a couple months ago about my little polka dot choose happy box that, you know, um, was so cool. Um, this is probably one of my favorite stories. I actually have saved it as a treasure, this little choose happy box that I have out in my she cabin out there um, as I collect little mementos of this of this journey <laughs> of learning to honor that voice and listen. And I had posted one morning, I had had this thing just well up inside me about choosing joy, choosing joy no matter what, because it is our choice. Just like Lorelai, she could have just given in um, and not, you know, listen to him like, oh, yeah. And you just but she she chose to keep choosing the joy of what she loved. And that was snow. We can choose to find joy. We can choose to find the good mm -hmm. in every circumstance. And um, I was just really in tune to that that day. So I wrote in this post about it, posted this little choose happy thing and everything and um, went on about my day. And um, I just was super aware while I was at work that day and all these little divine connections started happening. It was so cool. So an author had come in that had met one of our other co-workers that I had had a previous conversation with. And we were all discussing this awesome little book that her mom had written about being children of the king. And um, she has this awesome little store downtown Franklin. And I was like, I want to go there one day. I want to go there. It sounds beautiful. I want to check this out. So it just so happened the afternoon I got off work and I never have time to go do stuff like that. I mean, my schedule is pretty tight. Right. And for whatever reason, one of my appointments had canceled and I found myself with like two free hours in the middle of the afternoon. And I just thought, I again, I just felt like what would really make me happy right now is just to stroll down downtown Franklin. It's a beautiful place and find that little store. And I just want to go in there. I was really drawn. And so I just followed that. And I found the little store and went in there and had a wonderful conversation with her and then was looking at her store and everything. And it was just so beautiful. And I walked upstairs to check some stuff out and I turned the corner and sitting it's the only thing in her whole store that says this it's this cute little kind of hat box almost little thing that says choose happy and it was exactly the words that i had posted that morning 
And I laughed out loud in that store because I just knew this was like being on a little adventure of following the, the trail, listening to it was, I was really just in my childlike way, trying to honor each prompting. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it led me to this, like just beautiful confirmation that you're on the right track and I am right here in honor what's rising up inside of you. And so of course I had to buy that and bring it home <laughs> so that I have that reminder every, every day, every time I go out there, I have that reminder to honor that inner knowing, honor the voice within, honor our inner being that is guiding and leading and is in alignment with the father and knower of it all. And, um, you know, our whole, it's been fun to expand our journey. You know, when I started doTERRA, I didn't start out with understanding how to do this intuitively. This has been an evolution. Mm -hmm. um, I started out writing down every detail about every oil because I was absolutely fascinated with how they interacted with our bodies and all that. And it really was probably a year and a half before I really began to honor how they affected our emotions. But I still felt like that was an extra thing. Right. I didn't see it as the primary thing. Um, and over the years, I've begun to understand more and more that we are, the emotions come first and everything else follows. It's, we are spirit, soul, and body. And the body is following the emotions, following the thoughts, following our reactions to things. And so we really have to start in that place and everything else follows. And so it's been a journey for me learning all of this. And, um, it's been fun. You know, I, I love those little moments when I feel really drawn to a certain oil and or a certain food or a certain movement, you know, because we talk about this in every area of our life. I, I love those moments when you feel really led to something and then maybe eventually you found it, you find out why, you know, like you have this right, moment, right. you're like, I was I really was something, right? Yeah. It was really cool. And I just, I love that. And our whole life is meant to be that continual um, evolving, that a continual unfolding. And um, and if you follow us and um, join us, this is where you're going on this journey with us. And we hope and pray that if that begin, that unfolding begins to happen in your life too. Just, you know, we got a new car two weeks ago. And um, it's super funny because it, I know you guys can totally relate to this. So how many of you have gotten a new car or a new something? And then all of a sudden you see them everywhere you go. Okay. So we got a new Ford Flex. We love it, by the way. It's incredible. Total gift. We love it. Um, but it's so funny because I really don't really remember noticing them too much. They were not on my radar. We weren't pining for a Ford Flex. Um, now my husband might've been, but I wasn't. <laughs> and it's so funny now that we have one, I feel like I'm seeing them four times a day, every day. And even the kids said that, like, I don't remember seeing this many, you know? So it's like when things come into our consciousness, then we become more drawn to them and we see them more and there's so much we miss. Mm -hmm. It shows you those four flexes were always there. It wasn't that I, what, you know, those weren't coming across my path. They just weren't on my radar. I wasn't tuning into them. And what's going on in front of you right now that you just aren't tuned into. And so how, you know, we kind of want to end this today with, um, now we don't have a lot of people on live today, so this might not work, but 
we can still throw the question out because at whatever time you end up listening to this broadcast, the whole point is not to just view our stories. The whole point is as we share stories, it's going to stir things in you mm -hmm. and be a catalyst to help you take another step. And um, we all inspire each other that way. So my question to you is, how are you living more intuitively? You know, maybe you've never thought about it before, or maybe as we've talked and shared our stories and been vulnerable, you have had little like, like, oh, I did have this moment. I did have this moment. Is that what that was? You know, um, maybe if you are using essential oils, maybe you were drawn to something and then found out later, you know, oh, that's why I was drawn to that, you know, because you find out that it was um, meant for a certain purpose. So I want you to to leave you with that is how are you living more intuitively? And, um, you know, I also had written a little note while Shelby was, um, so I just wanted to leave us with a challenge. You know, what, what would it look like in our lives if we started listening and following that internal guidance system more today, more this week? You know, and it'd be really fun if um, as you begin to have these moments, you become more open to these moments, if you would share them with us. You know, I mean, you can always find us on our Facebook pages, um, Your Essential Stories or Instagram, wherever you're joining us from. Um, you can join us on the Anchor podcast and it's very interactive. So you can actually call in and leave a message. You can leave comments. We want to hear back from you. Like as you're listening to this and things are changing and shifting, even the smallest thing, we got to celebrate it because it creates momentum for more. And um, and that is really our heart's desire. Um, so I hope that this has been um, really encouraging and inspiring mm -hmm. to you. There's another great quote by Brene Brown that I really liked as we were preparing for this. And it says, you're... Um, your, as you walk out, what is that word? <laughs> it's really bad. You either walk your in, ah, let me try this again. You either walk inside your story and own it, or you um, stand, stand, thank you. It's terrible. I can't read my own writing. Or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. You each have a story. Each of you have a story and there's no story that's more worthy than another. We all equally have uniqueness. We're all unique expressions of our creator on this planet. And we each have a story that inspires others and it is meant to be shared. And as we share it, it creates more and more and more. And so we hope that as we're vulnerable on our stories, that it gives you the courage and boldness to own your own story, wherever it's been, but also know that it can, it, it, you're not done yet. You know, wherever you've been, you're not done. The story is not done yet. I remember so many times being in a very discouraging place where you feel like, and that the only thing that brought me comfort, and I'd have to talk this out, and sometimes I'd have to help talk my husband through it, or we'd have to talk through it with each other in those moments because you're in the worst case scenario of your life. At least it feels like it. You're in a very bad situation. And you're, I had to always remind us the story isn't over. Mm -hmm. You know, the story is not done yet. You know, you, 
you can look at throughout history. You can look in the scriptures. You can look and you can, it's easy to look at their lives because you get to see from start to finish. But if you had jumped in in any of their stories along the way and only saw that little nugget, didn't know how it was going to end, it would be easy for you to suddenly feel maybe what they really felt in that moment. None of us know how, what the end of the story is. But the encouraging part is that it is not done and you get to choose. Right. That's the, that's the biggest mission that we have as we share and talk to you is that you have the power to change. You have the power to write the story and, it, and you are not stuck. You know, you are not stuck where you are. Um, and it is a matter and it's not hard. You know, we go back to that living intuitively is more simple than we thought because it isn't hard. I always thought it was hard and I thought it was going to have to take weeks and months of straining and striving and all of this. But I realize now that it's it's if it's simple enough for a child, then it's just a thought away. Think about that. It's just a thought away, one small little thought away, a shift in your thinking which can happen when people share their stories, um, can change everything. So you're not as far off as you think you are. <laughs> you aren't. It's just a thought away. Capture those thoughts and um, continue to, to grow with us and learn with us and um, stay connected to us. Um, share what's going on in your lives because that feeds us and helps us as we're being sensitive about what the next step is for us. You know, what are we going to share next? Um, we really take this seriously as far as listening um, to that inner leading, because we feel like as we do that, um, it's going to connect with you more, you know? So anyways, um, on that, I want to wrap things up. Is there anything else you wanted to share? No. Okay. I felt like that was everything we wanted to share today. We did want to invite you to a future class that we're going to do, or I kind of don't want to call it a class. It's really not. It's us sharing specifically our stories with essential oils and doTERRA. And um, in the process of sharing your stories, you get to learn about certain oils. You get to learn about how they work, how we learned they work in our lives. And um, if you're new to the essential oil world and curious, you know, you just, this is a great, this is a great opportunity to step in and just listen and um, find out a little bit more. And um, you'll learn something, you'll laugh, you'll enjoy our stories, I know you will. And um, we would love to invite you to that. So um, we're, we'll post a link in the comment section after our broadcast is over, inviting you to that um, online class. So we'll be online and we are planning to do that this coming Monday. We're gonna do it in the evening at seven o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's Monday at seven, and I didn't get my calendar out to figure out what that day was. Do you post it? In the we'll post it in the comment section. So if that's something that you would like to um, come to, then what I'm going to have you do is actually just post in the comment section below. Yes, just put yes 
And that will let us know that you want to be invited to this class because it will be private. Um, Insta, we're getting ready to lose you in about a minute and 20 seconds. And you can catch the rest of this on our Facebook. But we're wrapping up. But so. we, we are wrapping up. So, um, but anyways, we will post all that information. You post yes if you want to go. You can also invite someone, but we will need their contact information as well. And you can private message us via either one of these venues and we can get that information set up and ready to go. So we also have other things coming up in the future that you might want to be connected with. So with that, we're going to end today with don't be afraid to dream a new dream and write a new story. Bless you all.